mental illness these days is so common. It's no wonder if there are any people in the U.S. who don't experience some sort of depression or anxiety. And I think that a lot of these things like depression and anxiety are kind of lumped into that that feeling of malaise that you know things just aren't the way that we want them to be and we have that lack of acceptance about the way things are and the cloud of unknowing and the dark night of the soul sort of refer to this feeling to a certain degree but it's not like a type of sorrow that as a result of certain circumstances it's like that general feeling of what is my life doing as a result of of God and those in the spiritual and secular secular traditions often talk about this dark night of the soul and and indeed it does refer to some sort of teaching in one's life and there's so many times when we try to avert suffering and sorrow but when you recognize and you approach it from a point of acceptance it does become transformative and sometimes circumstances are so grim that we seem to lack hope and many people who who don't have this hope might be experiencing clinical depression and um, you know some sort of trivialize it saying oh well it's just my bad my bad luck and then you know two days later when their luck turns around they're like okay well that was my dark night of the soul and then that's really not what it is either but this this spiritual sorrow rather than you know sort of circumstantial sorrow is much more profound and it's a time of spiritual aridity where God is weaning you from the sensory pleasures in your life Um, you feel like things just no longer fit and it's a time where you are called to sort of change the paradigms that became so comfortable in order for you to grow and it's sort of that clearing of the field after the harvest and we kind of experience this spiritual winter and and, and indeed it does feel like a deep depression you just don't know how to make yourself better and one distinction between this dark night or this spiritual sorrow and depression is that you still long for God you might not feel him working underneath the surface but you still just have that desire to please God your heart is still reaching up to God and the other thing that's important is that we never experience thoughts of ending our life we we want we are we want to um, 
be free of this sorrow, but we endure it because we have faith that God is working somehow behind the scenes. The scenes, similar to, you know, you might not see any life going on outside during the winter, but you know deep down there's something unseen that's that's still continuing even though it's not apparent. So you don't long for God to do anything in particular, but you still endure it. And you have that surrender and you still know that God is still holding you. And the author of The Cloud of Unknowing says, although we continue longing to be free of this awareness of this sorrow, we want very much to go into existence, to, to keep on living. And we still give thanks to God for this precious gift of sorrow because we know that we experience this spiritual cleansing and the spiritual growth as a result. And it can be difficult to endure, but it, again, it does strengthen us Strength strengthens our spirit, even though we don't know for what. So we let go of these, these, this burden of all these attachments, and we sit in our being. We sit, and we just sort of in that holding pattern, and allow our souls and our spirit to be strengthened. And I think Daniel London has a really beautiful distilled version of the cloud of unknowing I think it's is worth repeating here he writes relinquish the part of you that believes you have earned your existence by virtue of your own personal greatness let go of the self who thinks that it holds value apart from its connection to God always remember that your existence is a gift a gratuitous gift from the God who breathes you into being.